Hello and welcome back to the Perth to Paisley podcast, episode number 126, an episode covering our second Derby defeat of the podcast, took us 125 episodes to get another one, but it's here as Hearts suffered their sixth successive loss as Hibernian defeated us in the Edinburgh Derby. As ever, I am Daniel and joined by the optimistic, right up for it, Adam Kennedy. Adam, how are you doing? Um, I've been worse, mate. I've certainly been better, <laughs> but I, 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 I've been worse. Um, yeah, all right. At best, how are you? I'm actually doing really good. Oh, um, good. J- not within hearts, obviously. <laughs> like no. within hearts, I'd like to not think about them, but generally doing good. So I'm, I'm probably going to not be as downbeat as perhaps a lot of people expected or anything like that. But it's probably not going to be a lot of positivity from the episode, if we're being honest. As, perhaps yeah. the understatement of the year. Yeah, exactly. We've got a Enra Derby loss to cover, which is a rarity for us, but we're going to have to do this, it however This first. is shite, in it? This feeling. It's, it's no great. It's, no, it's the worst. No great at all. But first, to avoid speaking about it for as long as we can, we'll go around the grounds... However, in terms of hearts, it doesn't make for great reading either <laughs> in terms of the way other results went as there was a Friday night kickoff as Aberdeen continued to motor their way to third place. Which was televised as opposed to the Edinburgh Derby, yeah. which again, just want to speak, you know, with the utmost utmost praise towards the fantastic TV deal that we have with Sky Sports. They really care about the Scottish game. Um, and it's great to see that those at the heart of the Scottish game are, are running it in such a remarkable fashion. Just great. Just great quality. Well, those who were watching on TV got to see Aberdeen win 1-0 in the Highlands. Then on the Saturday games, there was our game, obviously, which we'll speak about. And then Livingston kind of sorted the ship around as they won 2-0, which saw the end of Callum Davidson's tenure as St Johnston manager, Motherwell finally had a proper stumbling block as Jim Goodwin, he's starting to get a wee run ahead of him, has done the United 1-2-1 and then Rangers won 5-2 in a game that was like, here's why the 5 sub rule is terrible and really bad as it was 2-all and then suddenly they brought on a bunch of players and comfortably won and then on the Sunday, Celtic within half an hour were 4-0 up against Kelly and then you could very much tell that Ange just went Right, don't push yourselves for the second half, we're fine. Uh, what did you make of the other games? Um, I actually did watch the Ross County Aberdeen Friday night. Uh, Duke's just a really, really top player, isn't he? Yeah, I he can't, is. I can't wait till he leaves. I, yeah. I see today that Benfica B have a 50, or, well, Benfica, have a 50% yeah. sell on, which is fantastic news. Um, that has cheered me up a little bit. Um, I, it would just be quite funny if like Rangers or something signed them on the cheap or he went down south <laughs> on the cheap just to really annoy them and stick it to Burnley them. innit Burnley's, Burnley's the latest link to yeah um, yeah that would be that would be quite funny um, other games obviously we had us in the early kick off great uh, Livingston beating St <laughs> Jobby nice to see yeah. Livingston back to winning ways um, putting some pressure on Hibs for that top six spot which would be just that would really make up for the season uh, next week but sadly I think uh, I think the fact that Hibs travelled to a managerless St Johnston I think I think they'll, yeah. they'll have enough um, Livy have left it too late yet again like that must just kill yeah. Davy Martindale because the run that they were on before as well 
before Saturday was rubbish. Yeah. Whereas you just think, had they picked up like a point or two more in one or two games, they'd probably be there. Probably have overtaken us as well. Um, yeah, what a laugh. Uh, try to think, what else? Uh, the Rangers game, obviously, yeah, nobody really yeah. cares. What was the other game on Saturday? There was the other game on Saturday was uh, Motherwell, finally. Oh, yeah, that was a coupon buster. Tell you yeah. what, United seemed to have caught fire at the right time. What's that? Back-to-back 2-1 wins. Yep. Back-to-back Jamie McGrath penalties proven winners. Um, <laughs> yeah. They'll be obviously hoping that we can do them a favour on Saturday. Yep. I'm confident of that. Not particularly. Um, <laughs> and Sunday, uh, yeah, Kelly are really rubbish, which again just speaks volumes about our performance down there. And it's just... Like, they are honking. Celtic also really good. Really, really good. Like yeah. that, I honestly get the impression that they'd not missed that penalty, or had Kyogo not missed that penalty, they could have made that anything they wanted. I feel like that's just, that, and as you say, like, Andrew's probably got one eye on, not necessarily next week, but obviously the week after in the, in the Scottish yeah. Cup semi. So, yeah. Why? Yeah, well, it's great. I mean, I. Do you know what's really annoying as well is that see when things are going your way in football, you don't notice all the shit stuff. <laughs> see the minute that something goes wrong, and you just you find yourself just picking up on everything. Why are Aberdeen only winning by one goal each and every game? <laughs> it really irks me. That's the last two away games they've won one nil. And it, again, I said it about St Johnston you're not trying to tell me that Andy Constein wasn't trying to get himself sent off <laughs> don't care if that is if they get thud that's the argument you're taking don't the judiciary care. panel Garrett, to get them kicked out guarantee it'll be by three points or something as well so, uh, be yeah. by two points there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um, well but uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm trying to think of what, what else what else was I going to say yeah Kelly are just really rubbish which again angers me and this run that we need something from somewhere <laughs> yes we definitely do as we were the early kickoff on the Saturday and that something from somewhere was not at Easter Road unfortunately no. No. as the fourth Edinburgh Derby yeah fourth Edinburgh yeah. Derby of the season yeah in all competitions started yeah. and it was obviously Stephen Naismith's first game in charge of the men's team as opposed to the B team that he was in charge of Big game, big calls are often needed, and obviously, in the week that we've had, Robert Snodgrass has left the club. Not officially, I don't think. I was about to say, yeah, he's in the process of leaving, I think. Yes. Uh, However, that wouldn't have affected the team selection anyway, as he was, of course, suspended. But the team that Stephen Naismith picked was as follows. It was the return in Xander Clark in goals, which was... Very, very positive. It was a back four of Stephen Kingsley, Kai Rolls, Toby Sibick and Michael Smith. It was either a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1 variant of changeable, I know. So it was a three in midfield of Andy Halliday, George Grant and Cammy Devlin with Alan Forrest and the returning at the starting 11, Barry Mackay, just behind or just alongside Lawrence Shankland. What did you make of the team when you saw it was announced at quarter past 11? <laughs> Very specific uh, with your yep. with your tightness there. Yep. Um, yeah, I thought it was as strong as we could have named. Realistically, I, I think if, had Josh Janelli been fully fit, that perhaps changes. Why are you looking at me like that? 
Listen, I would argue there's another person that should have been in that. Oh, Alex Cochran, of course. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Bar Cochran, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just forgetting. Like I watch Stephen Kingsley play these days, and it's just <laughs> it looks like a dog that needs put down. It's like you are just a shadow of your former self. It's really quite sad. Sorry, it is. I just it I, I completely I completely forgot about Alex Cochran. Shocking. Um, I mean, fucking clearly, every manager that's at the club just now yeah. keeps forgetting about Alice Cochran. <laughs> We're all suffering from this anti Cochran syndrome. Um, and I'm just here, yeah. banging the drum, going, let him back in, please. Ugh, I know. It's just, uh, but yeah, other, other than that, uh, sorry, in an offensive sense, from, yes. from, mid, from midfield to attack, yes. I thought that was pretty much as strong as we could have named. Um. <laughs> Not that the performance would have told that story, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of the the two I said on Twitter when I saw the team. I was like, the big positives are Clark's back. That's that cool. was huge. That was massive. We've remained with the four at the back. I was worried we'd change to a weird shape. James Hill was dropped. That was big as well. Um, but... As we say, and listen, of course I'm going to say it, but I think the one the, the one positive of the last few weeks has been it seems that the fan base collectively have come around to Matai and just been like, play Alex Cochran regardless of context. Like, he needs to play. I don't know what's happening. It's just bizarre, isn't it? Like it yeah. Do you think Naismith's logic was get as much experience into that team as possible? Perhaps. Perhaps I, I disagree with that mindset, but that's the only mindset I can think of. But sh- why but sh- surely you play your best and most informed players. Yeah. And Stephen yeah. Kingsley, like I alluded to earlier, has been off it for a good wee while. Yeah, he's got no option really but to go with Barry Mackay in an offensive sense, and it yeah. looked like for once he was actually going to turn up in a big game. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't. I can't say I was overly surprised or like. I, I would have chosen that team bar Cochrane for Kingsley, really. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that was kind of the mindset of everybody. It was very interesting to look at both fan bases because both fan bases, there was a lot of criticism of the teams and neither fan base seemed very confident going into it. I, I think as well for me, mate, I like Toby Civic and I, I like that he and Kai Rolls, that, that should be the starting duo at centre-half mm-hmm. at the minute. Um, we just like I say, just I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. Just need conf. Like I think it's a confidence thing with yeah. with the way that we are at the minute. It's bound like the run of form is bound to take its toll mentally. Mm-hmm. And like I say, like it doesn't matter if we batter Ross County, if we scrape past them one nil. Just need a win from somewhere. Like I, I'm interested because obviously now like. I know we'll come on to the game in a second, but we we have made the top six because of the goal yeah. swing with, with Livingston. Hey, listen, there could be a 21-goal <laughs> swing. We don't know. Ross County might come at the traps. Okay, I, I'd like to think that we've made the top <laughs> six, given the, the... Frankly, put it this way, if we don't make top six, <laughs> what would you like to see us do? <laughs> There's one for the listeners, because it would take something remarkable. Albeit, if there is a club that could find a way to somehow jump out of that, it is us. Yeah, true. Um, but I was going to ask you... I never wanted to happen. Because <laughs> that gonna, would just be funny. 
I was gonna ask, what would you want in terms of like order fixtures? Because for me, just leave the old firm as like the last two, please. Yeah, so it's not gonna happen. But generally, Celtic in particular, I'd take. Yeah, because I see there's rumours that it could be at Parkhead, which it's is just, most likely going to be at Parkhead, which yeah. is just an absolute nonsense. Um, yeah, so save that for the last day of the season, and we can end our season a week early. Yeah, normally in normal circumstances, I'd say get them the first two games to just get them out of the way, and then go right final three weeks of the season run in. However, we need that a win. Is not, that's not within the context of six in a row yeah. losses. We need a win, so I would agree. I would hope. I think they'll actually bookend. I think we'll play one in the old firm in the first and one in oh, the end. Oh, God, that's even worse. It, it, which is, in many ways, that, the worst that situation. That could be the worst possible outcome. Yeah, I think we'll be away to Celtic Park first game and then at home to Rangers final day of the oh, season. Oh, like Jesus, that is the pits. Yeah. I th- I that is, honestly, if you could name me a worse outcome than that, I'd be yeah. astonished. Oh, I think God, that, that sounds stinking. I think, sadly, that is the way... It's got to be. Uh, I just want to... We'll, we'll get into the game. A slight bit of context. Hearts TV didn't upload the highlights package and I wasn't going to watch the whole <laughs> is that game re- Is that really surprising? No. Uh, so this is the sports scene highlights package. So if anything's been missed oh, out, another blame Another great TV programme, yeah. honestly. Well, I'm, I'm very glad they actually included this because I wasn't sure if they were going to. But the first meaningful bit of action actually comes two minutes in as... Kevin Nisbet plays a ball over the top looking for Eli Yuan and Michael Smith stretches for it and actually makes an excellent interception to prevent Eli Yuan getting in but immediately pulls up and you can tell he's in an immense amount of discomfort ends his afternoon Nathaniel Axon comes on now in the immediate aftermath I think a lot of people felt that's it that's Smith done for the season knackered we are hearing now that it's not as severe as first thought and there's a oh, lot of optimism nice. there's a lot of optimism that he actually will be back for the last few games of the season not just the last game of the season <laughs> he'll be back for when Rangers absolutely batter us yeah that's, that's yeah, all that's, that's going to happen um, but I very much hope that's the case um, in my opinion that was almost the worst possible start that you could have happened obviously there's worse put, like if Bar Shanklin gets hurt yeah if Shanklin gets hurt, if Sibbett gets hurt, it's probably they're the other they're the two players that are worse to get hurt. If you think of the context of our season, I maybe argue roles more so because where are you going to find a left side? Well, oh I yeah, we literally. He, I suppose you could well, you shift Kingsley, Kingsley in, but Kingsley yeah. in a two. Oh yeah, it would still be shit. But it's like top goal yeah. scorer and like best centre half would both be yeah, missing. Yeah. Smith is like third or fourth in that list, and I just thought. And I know, listen, clearly the tactic from Hibbs was put Yuan on Smith and get him running because Smith is Absolute, 60 like, like in football in years and can't run. But I still think he's experienced. Smith, I understand why. I saw some people say, why is Atkinson not starting? I understand why Smith Jesus. is starting. Who, who said that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know there was a there was a section of the supporter who was saying that to her. Was it but, the, was it the same folk that said that he actually was decent when he came on? Well, this is what I wanted to add. because of the sports scene package. This is going to be a weird discussion because we're sometimes going to speak about highlights and we're sometimes going to speak about individuals, and it's going to be a weird mix. Atkinson, I want to speak about now because I actually felt in the first half 
Atkinson was a, one of our most positive players in terms of getting forward. But it that it summed up Nathaniel Atkinson as a footballer because, yeah, he was positive in getting forward. Nothing came of it, though. And secondly, he wasn't brought on to be a winger. He was brought on to be a defender. And against arguably their sec- or main threat, or in my yeah, opinion, second, second biggest threat. And again, Atkinson wasn't directly at fault for any moments that we nearly conceded from. I don't think. Obviously, he gives away the corner, but it's more of a just, he's in a wrong place at a wrong time kind of situation. I can't think of a single moment where he actually was like, oh, Atkinson fucked up, Hibs are in. But I can think of just most of the game where it was like, oh, Atkinson isn't where we need him to be. Or Atkinson, where is he? Atkinson, what is he doing in that situation? He only lost his man for the goal or whatever. Um, Is it Atkinson? Oh, yeah. You know what, it back. I have, but I can't tell because it's so low. Is it Atkinson? Well, Atkinson's most at fault for me, but we'll we'll come to that. I notice, I, I notice again, as we so often do, come out in the press and say stuff like, I've got nothing to prove, or we're a really good team, or, you know, this, this usual crap that we come out with to, to fill papers and ultimately make headlines. He, he, by all accounts, is adamant that he has nothing to prove. I, th- I think he's got everything to prove. Personally, I, I don't. Agree. I don't like. I don't. I don't see what he's seen. Even then, I'm, like, I, sorry, in an offensive sense. Put well, put it this way: an OAP in footballing terms is keeping you out of the team. There's got to be a reason for that. Yeah, like, I, I, I disagree with what he said. In the I read it this morning where he was like, "I'm glad it wasn't just me that saw that," and stuff like that. I, wrote, I saw the reaction to it and I, I expected it to be people criticising what he said about that. Or but I disagree, and this was kind of echoed by a few people on Twitter, where I disagree with people getting on at him for commenting in the press. Because it's yeah. not his choice. It's no. not like Atkinson went, right, Edinburgh Derby loss, let's get Barry Anderson <laughs> on the phone and I've got some things to say. No player likes doing it, but you have to fulfil media obligations. And when you're in that position, there is no professional footballer who's got to sit and go, I were all shit, by the way. This is shit. We're not going to do anything. Everyone has <laughs> been right rotten for ages. Yeah, Don't no just get on at me. No one's going to say that. They're all going to just say those generic media that you see at every level yeah, in the game. Of course where you it's do. just, if you're on a good run, it's can't read into it too much. Next game's the most important. <laughs> One game a at a time. Run, aye, yeah. Aye, yeah, yeah. If you're in a bad run, can't read too much into it. Next game's really important. We'll this, all stick together. I mean, this perfectly segues into third doesn't matter, does it, MacIver? Well, right. I'm going to probably be in the minority here where I don't have as much of an issue with what he said as most people. Neither because, do I. Because oh, okay. I, because, no, no. Okay. No, I, I, thought, I thought that we were alluding to this. Stephen, like, what what do the fans want him to come out and say? Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. we absolutely have to get third, otherwise <laughs> the season's a write-off and it's a failure. Yeah. Of course he's yeah. not going to say that. No. Why, that, why, like, why, if we're on such a barren run that the manager's lost his job, the yeah. last thing that the caretaker manager's going to come in and do is go, oh yeah, I'm going to put all this pressure on the players by saying third is an absolute must, otherwise we're terminating all your contracts. I'm so oh, Fucking glad. hell. 
I'm so glad you're saying this. I thought this was going to be the main point of contention no. in this episode. Because I fully agree with you. It's like, listen, probably. We're all grown-ups here. Keep it Naismith, Yeah, Naismith's probably saying, fuck what I... Fuck, listen to what I'm saying to Brian McLaughlin. We need third. Come on, get this done. But, because also, you're right in terms of it does the squad no favours or the club no favours. Of course it doesn't. It also doesn't do Naismith any favours. He'll want the job. Why would, <laughs> he, why would he instantly put that pressure on himself? I couldn't believe it. It's the same folk that literally say, like me, that hearts do... T- like, actions speak louder than words. He's downplaying it, and yet, like, he can't even win. You, yeah. know, you either want him to come out and say that third's an absolute must and fall flat on his face, or downplay it, and then it's not seen as, as much of a failure. Like Additionally, people haven't read what Naismith actually said. Because yeah, his point correct. is... His point is that... If we don't think about third and focus more about getting confidence and playing to your best, the then position third takes will take care of itself. Care of yourself. Of course yeah. it does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm so I oh, cannot like... tell you how happy I am that we agree on this because I thought it was good. To be no, the I can't tell you how angry I was when I read fans saying like, "Oh my god, this is absolute nonsense. This isn't the winning mentality we're after." Oh my god, Nice was a loser. Like. Come on. Because imagine if he'd said it after we get beat by Hibs and Fort would have then gone, well, Pri- we're not going to fucking get third. Prior to like the derby, the these would be the same clowns that would instantly leap and they'd be the first to quote tweet it. Oh, my God. I apologise for not thinking higher of you. Oh, yeah, I, thanks. I'm glad I apologize. you such held in such high esteem. Thanks for that. Yes. Well... Getting back to the game, there was a couple of chances for each side. Joe Newell hits over the bar from the edge of the Should score. box. Should score. Mackay picks it up on the left-hand side, plays the ball into the box, but it kind of gets stuck under Shanklin's foot, misses it. Yeah. Devlin, Mackay, everybody just kind of goes for it and ends up out for a goal kick. But the main chance of the first half then comes as a ball is swung in. I think it's Jake Doyle Hayes swings it in. Cadden beats Kingsley in the air, knocks it down. It kind of bundles about the place and it falls to Yuan about three yards in front of goal he fires it I think he's trying to put it far corner instead yeah, of drilling it Clark's right hand side yeah, yeah, yeah. Clark sticks out a boot what and a it's save. just it's just an amazing save top top save how he doesn't score again is beyond me this is um, this is where stats are so deceiving as well because I was obviously listening to the game on the radio so I think who was on the panel? It was like Yogi Hughes, Michael Stewart, Michael Stewart, uh, and was it Liam McLeod on commentary? I think. And, anyway, uh, they were all making out as though Hibs were battering us first half. And then when I watched the game back, it does appear that way. Yet the stats were so deceiving because it said we had sixty-five percent possession, and if I'm not mistaken, maybe a shot or two more, or a shot or two more. I on, think so. On yeah. Yeah. So. Again, like the naked eye tells you so much, and that first half performance was tough. Well, that day, Hebs always do this at Easter Road, though. Sorry to cut you off, but they always seem to come out and are just desperate to get that goal early. I think at Easter Road, we need to ride out the storm, and then more often than not, that takes its toll mentally on Hebs. They start to think, well, we're not going to break hearts down today. Maybe it's just imperative that we keep it tight and just settle for a point, say. 
I, I, I think, think um, that's that's, that's often exactly the case. how this half went because you see it that all the, with the exception of the Shanklin gets stuck control under or his, yeah, yeah, that's not really a chance. All no. the chances were hips because they had all those chances. Then Nisbet gets past Rolls and cuts it back to Yuan who fires over, and that was about the thirty-five minute mark. And you're thinking, or maybe half an hour mark, and you're thinking, this is terrible. We're playing. Really Are we badly. ever going to get into this game? Yeah. And then, for the final 15 minutes, we actually finished the stronger of the two sides. We had Connor song in from Mackay. It's met by Halliday, but he heads it down into the ground and Marshall kind of just makes himself big and it hits off him. And generally, we were actually getting the ball and making use of our possession, which is something that in the second half we very much did not do. Um, we were actually getting the ball. Mackay, it was probably his best half. In For like a good while. Months. Yeah. <laughs> like it felt like he was actually really involved getting past people so I was that takes it to half time and at half time I was like I don't think either side will be particularly happy but I don't think either side will be particularly gutted with how they've played I think it's a very, a draw was very much a fair result you could argue though Yuan's chance is so big he should score it so Hebs fans are probably thinking oh god that's going to come back to bite us and stuff like that but yeah you, you do get in that way of thinking on, on a derby day of yeah. course you do I think I think the main thing for me is that it was there for either team it was just a yes. case then of mm-hmm. who who fancied it the more and that's what I can't fathom had Hibs beaten us with a moment of individual brilliance sometimes you just got to take them on the chin yeah absolutely for for a Hibs side that are in rotten form to want it more than we do given we prior to the weekend had more to play for I can't I can't get that out of my head I just don't I don't understand it it's like it's like Hibbs wanted it more to keep Lee Johnson's job and to potentially finish in the top six (laughs) we've just said and mouthed off about how the interim manager has said that third isn't the be all and end all Everybody connected to Hearts knows that third is huge, mm. massive. So why you're then not fighting... First of all, the derby should get you up for it. Like, you should be up for the derby anyway. But when you've got that much on the line, to end such a rotten run of form, to go for third place, get back in Europe yet again, and to just crumble like we did in the second half, I can't, I can't fathom that. And again, I don't know who's responsible here because Stephen Naismith's just in the door. I don't know if that's a mindset that's previously existed through Robbie. Then I start to think, is that come from the coaches? Is that on solely the players themselves? Is that what, If that's what kind of preventing them from kicking on and why they're limited and perhaps they're at hearts, I don't know. I'd, I'd be intrigued to get your thoughts. I think it's... I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier. It's like, this is just a team currently that is bereft of confidence. Yeah. Like, utterly bereft of it. And that's really... I know so many people will say, but, like, it's football. You just... You take your chances and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, but there is the mental aspect of these are guys who have just been, like... like it's bound not to take performing. its toll. Yeah. Not, either not performing because of a manager... Nobody likes going out to lose... No, Hearts players aren't actively going out to lose no, and get beat. Of course, exactly, exactly. But and but the, but the effort it was like it was as though it was as though because we've got such a decent recent record against Hibs, we just thought we'd go Easter Road and beat them again. 
And that's not like that. That's not how this game. That's not how this fixture works. I think it, it like the second half we'll get into now. Spoiler alert: there is no highlights for us. <laughs> there is not a single positive thing to say. Um, passive is how I summed up the second half, which it's just, is it's just just what we've seen for it's weeks. Isn't it? It's also the the most damning thing you can say in a derby. Fully, fully, because it's like. Yeah, you can, as you say, you're spot on. For week, this has been weeks and weeks and weeks of passive play. But you're like, at the very least, it's a derby. Just like getting about it, kind of thing. But no one really did that, except, ironically enough, except Devlin in the first twenty minutes, who gets booked, and that then kills his game because he's so reliant on flying into tackles and stuff like that. Can I just say, obviously, I've missed a good chunk of Hearts games with. Gaining some experiences, East Coast yeah. rides match the media. So, the manager left the club a couple weeks back. Our interim manager is an under 18s, under 20s coach for Scotland. His assistant, Mark McKenna, is part of the Scotland staff. Mm-hmm. He said to, he said to me on Saturday, or he said to the bench or whatever on Saturday afternoon, I, I can't get this out of my head. He said, "It's football. You just run about." That's from somebody that works in the Scotland set. Like, football is that basic that even when it's not going well, just run about a bit. Look yeah. like you're trying to make stuff happen. We didn't even have that. That's that's the big thing about how, like, Just simple, a little bit of application. That's all I'm asking for. How simple football fans are, you please. Do you know what I mean? It's like, just like, fucking run about and we'll be like, yes, well done, you did it. The whole give it all like everything for the badge and like all this like yes that type of stuff's cringy but you do want to see that you want to see them play like like you or I would like I'd be gone after 5-10 minutes (laughs) but I'd be busting a gut in that inside (laughs) 5-10 minutes do you know what I mean like you're you're, this is what you're paid to do I don't like I don't understand well well speaking about one individual who's paid to do it because he was very much one of the main talking points coming out of the game so just run first, a bit. first highlight of the second half is Stevenson beats Atkinson in the box who crosses it into Naismith who is waiting for it however it's excellently blocked by Kai Rolls now Kai Rolls was one of the names on every everyone's lips involved with this game because after the game Stephen Naismith specifically mentioned Kai and said he, he was very good now, he didn't give context to that statement at the time, which I think was the main <laughs> issue that a lot of people had with it. But I, th- I believe it was the Broken Hearts podcast. Apologies if it wasn't. Uh, put on Twitter, where they tried to explain it a bit more, what New- uh, Naismith was saying. Kyros was statistically the best performing defender across both teams. In most metrics, in headers out the box in aerial duels in uh, blocks interceptions so that's what Naismith meant and he kind of then elaborated on it this week where he said that Rose was the best player at defending our box meaning balls coming in and stuff like that Rose was very good with it the problem was is that he barely won any aerial duels so when he was 
going up for a ball uncontested, it was easy to kind of just move a crowd, shout that he's coming for it and go for it. But when it was him and a Hibs player going for it, he only won one duel, I think out of four. Now, this has now been a trend across Kai Rolls for the last six games. Stephen Fletcher, Kyle Vassell, Curtis Main, now Kevin Nisbet. I think a lot of people are kind of taking roles as black or white. Either he's amazing and that people are just wrong to criticise him, or the majority opinion just now, which seems to be he's rubbish and should be sold in the summer. Whereas I, and I don't know about you, I'm like, I think this is a defender in a dipper form who hasn't had a break since returning from injury and clearly has a weakness to his game, which is his physical strength, that will hopefully, hopefully he does a halk it and comes back in the summer with two stone of weight put on his shoulders and just suddenly becomes amazing. I don't think you can be a centre-half who plays in the last 16 of the World Cup and is heralded throughout the whole tournament I don't think you can be at that level and then become a terrible player. I think he's in a dip. A fucking big dip, but I think it's a dip. I think uh, I think you're spot on about Kai Rolls. Really? I, I, I do. I, I, think, I think he's a top player. <laughs> is he perhaps the... Is he sort of the prime example as to where this heart squad is currently? Whereby... Maybe. Do you know what I mean? He seems to be... He could be the symbol of where we're at. In that, on our day, best of the rest. But at this current minute in time, miles off the pace. You you said it perfectly. You've summed it up. You've given various examples of centre-forwards that have had a torrid time. My concern is Jordan White, who isn't the most prolific goal scorer (laughs) on Saturday. And then... Most likely, because I think Eamon Brophy's injured, Simon Murray running off him. Yeah. That's going to be a pretty nervy clash to watch White and Brophy, eh, sorry, White and Murray up against Civic and Rose, you'd imagine. Yeah. But if we can shut the pair of them out and get back to winning ways, that should give him and yeah. the entire back line a, a massive lift. I honestly think that's all it's going to take. I really do, because he's. You said it. He's got the talent. I mean, everybody, like, not even just those with an invested interest in Scottish football. Everybody took up, or sort of took notice, sat up and took notice. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Australia's performances in the World Cup. Because he and Harry Souter as a duo were phenomenal. Very good. Um, and then obviously they've lost to the, the eventual winners, so there's no shame in that. Yeah. What with the greatest of all time eventually winning his winning his trophy. But nonetheless, need that win. Need him to stand up, be counted, and bully Jordan White at a minimum, but ideally Simon Murray as well. Do you think also he's kind of Halkit twenty nineteen twenty where he needs a part. He needs Halkett. He needs Halkett now. Like Halkett needed Suter to <laughs> yeah, kind of. I, I get. get what you, I get what you mean. Like get back to normal and then go right. Okay, I can do this now. Like I'm fine. And Civic's come back in, but previously it was Hill. Then the week before it was Civic. Like yeah. it needs to be constant. We can't have yeah. chopping and changing. I mean, we alluded to Callum Davidson losing his job. Mm-hmm. That for me looks to be a key thing where 
I couldn't tell you the last time St Johnson named the same team back to back. It's always yeah. like a constant, and that can't be healthy because you're wanting to establish relationships on the park. And yeah, there's a good point. He he and Civic it should be for for the foreseeable. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be interesting what happens when Halkett comes back into the equation when yeah. there's a new manager in place. Whether we stick to a four at the back, whether we go to a three, have wing backs, it's. It's interesting, but but for the time being, I, I firmly believe it's got to be a back four roles yeah. and Civic at the heart of yeah. it, definitely. I do just want to say, I'm not saying he was good on Saturday. He was terrible for most times on Saturday. I'm just saying, for people, because I know a lot of people are like, any praise of roles is disgraceful yeah. just now. But it's just like, to get Like, you praise any of our hearts players when we lost one no yeah. yeah, Yeah, exactly. I, I'll, um, I'll praise Clark for the saves. For keeping it down because it could have yeah. been it could have been more. Well, Junio sends a long ball over to Nisbet, who fires over the bar. Was that the one and we cut in from the right hand side? Yes, it was. He, how much joy did he and Cadden get down the right hand side up against Kingsley? So this is what I now wanted to speak about before we move on to the goal. Perfect. Cochrane came on after. We can, am I right? Cochrane came on after we conceded. Oh, I'll check. But let's operate on that fact as you find okay. out. Okay. I don't understand. I, I think he did because I remember immediately Cochrane started getting joy going down that, well, to him, the left hand side. But yes, Hibs are attacking the right hand side. Cochrane came on 74, yes, he did. So, I don't want to, like, kick Stephen Kingsley when he's down. Stephen Kingsley will know he's not in good form. Yeah, it's, not even that he's, it's not even that Kingsley's in a dip because Kingsley's been this bad all season. Since he went to Scotland squad in September, like yeah, that's that that Ukraine game, and he got yeah. his little cameo, and yeah, that was him. That that's the majority of this season. It isn't just like Rolls has been off it for the last couple of months, whereas Kingsley's been on it for the first month of the season, and then been off it ever since. And it's like, it genuinely is. It's more. It's it's frustrating that Kingsley's still playing. Obviously, it would be if you have an out of form player, but it makes it ten times worse. That he's not getting, that he's getting picked over the second best player of the season. We've seen certain former players today speak about that their mate was the second best player of the season, which is mental to fucking say when Alex Cochran's in the same side. Can, can I just say, you can tell the ones that don't watch Hearts every week, even like, even the Pals acts, like you've alluded to RS and RS. I'm yeah, going yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm to allude to MS and RN. Whereby yeah. Michael Stewart has been getting caned on Sports Sound, and quite rightly so, by Tom English, Kenny McIntyre, and whoever else. I can I can tell you're not watching. I can tell. Like yeah. it's it's so. It was like McFadden. Clear. It was like McFadden with Davidson. When yeah. McFadden was just like it's an absolute disgrace. He's won a cup double. It's like yeah, but then they've won seven out of thirty-two games. Mate, it was <laughs> like I, I, I saw a stat today. They've picked up something like eight points out of the last 45 <laughs> like and yet folk are shocked it's just it is so infuriating and that's what I mean like obviously loyalty is not a bad thing but loyalty can be a bad thing to a team game so when sentimentality is, can be a bad thing yeah yeah so when people are, I don't people I mean as a management team are picking Kingsley because of his amazing this last year it's like that's damaging to the team 
generally, because we're worse with him in it. But it's also specifically damaging to Cochrane because it's like what have I got to do? What's he meant to do? Yeah. Like it's like I have a I have a bad game and I'm bombed out. Whereas Kingsley can have months and months and months of not being good and he just is like, It's alright, lads, mind my free kicks. Mind my free kicks! Last year they were great. I'm still here. Do you remember when I filled in just about every single area on the park? Yeah, exactly. That was amazing. Do we think that Cochrane... Like, Cochrane doesn't strike me as a troublemaker, though. But my point is this. But there has to to have been something that's gone on behind the scenes involving him as to why my man's not starting. It very much is one of those situations where it's like, you're all grown-ups here. He's one of our best players. Sort of. Yeah, Yeah, like, it's irrelevant... Because if Nielsen wanted to keep his job, play Cochrane. If Naismith wants to have the best opportunity to get this job, play, play your best Cochrane. players and it'll give you the best chance. It's not rocket yeah. science, is it? Yeah, exactly. Me, I agree. And, well, who knows what would have happened if Alex Cochrane had been oh. on the park at this corner. Oh. As a long ball's played over the top. I don't actually know who it is that played. Maybe Joe Newell? I can't remember. Um, no, but it doesn't... It's not a particularly great one. However, Eliuan gets to it and just hits it off Atkinson. Goes out for a corner. Such an annoying. Like, is uh, of course it's annoying now to have conceded that. Yeah. But yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, after the event, it's just so much worse because again, so preventable. But carry on. Yeah. Jake Doherty swings it in. It's our old friend again, Zonal Markin. That Hate it. Hate it. it. it I genuinely think this was like. There's a part of me... We're speaking about you with your conspiracy theories, right? Andy Constantine. <laughs> Here's my conspiracy theory. That the team hates Zono Markin so much, they went, right, we're going to do Zono Markin to the letter and show you how <laughs> shit it is so you never make us do this again. As goes to the back post, Hanlon meets it, plays it back across the box, right to the penalty spot. Nesbitt's there. There's nothing Clark can do as it's hit like a train at him. And it's 1-0 Hibs. You, I'll be honest, the main people I've focused in the goal is the team generally and how there's eight players around this bit and none of them are moving except for him. And the kind of, a lot of the talk has been about Humphreys yeah. just standing on yeah, the yeah. edge. But you've noticed Atkinson, so I'll, I'll kind of defer to you on what he does. Well, first of all, I love Toby Civic, as I've alluded to a bit. Got to do better up against Talon. Like... Why Why bother marking the three million pound striker or three and a half, four, whatever he's been <laughs> quoted for? Why Why would we let him just be the only person that moves in the box? Like, it makes... Uh, honest to God. And then you've got... As you, as you, like, you've put this on me. Atkinson loses him with ease. Humphreys doesn't look the least bit interested. <laughs> Humphreys is just fucking standing there. And this, this is this is again the annoyance with zonal marking because there's no accountability now. Because now I feel guilty that I've put too much blame on Atkinson. Is yeah, it of Civic's, course. Is yeah, it Civic's course. fault? Yeah. Is it Atkinson's fault? Is it Humphrey's fault? Is it a collective of the three of them's faults? Is it yeah. George Grant for maybe not picking anybody up or blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Yet again, I, like, I say peace. If a, game's, just... if a game's lacking in quality, they can be won or lost by a set piece. That's how pivotal they can become and the fact that we switch off at one like fuck me but it is like if you ask the Hearts fan before the game how are we going to lose this derby a cross ball yeah a a, a a cross ball and Nisbet slams home there you go 
There's your money. And listen, I don't expect Naismith within four days to be able to fix our season lo- years long issue with a. Uh, Defend like defending the court. If, if he could, he should just get the job now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. If if at Ross County, we are suddenly class at defending set pieces. Get him in. Oh. Um, but it just is like this is the nadir of it. It's like this is what it's cost us. Yeah. It's cost us a derby win, which is worse than like so many other things. Yeah, it is. And again, like. I, I hate to be this guy, but like the law of averages said that firstly Kevin Nisbet had to score in the derby. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And secondly, they had to beat us. And the fact that both of them have come in tandem when we can prevent it is really it's annoying. Very it, it, yeah, it makes it all the more annoying. But I am my my frustration then is just like not even. Not even threatening in response, really. Well, that was that's what I was going to say. The only other highlight that made it into the sports team package was Nisbet gets another chance where he probably should pass it to Campbell, who's running in. But again, he chooses to go himself but puts it past the post. Um, yeah, we literally we didn't threaten at all. I think it was another game. Listen, he seems to be very divisive amongst certain people, in particular me and my father. But... <laughs> We, I think it was another game where you're like, we need Gino. We need him so much as an outball. Like, so, just something. Yeah, like he can, yeah. he's one of those players where it's like, I trust Gino to do something in a game. Uh, because he, he always looks, he looks for kind of, I don't, I don't know how I'm best summing this, he sort of looks for situations. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. feel like Forrest or Mackay are as likely to gamble in behind as a Josh Janelli would no because they're wingers that are like they're touchline huggers yeah whereas Janelli could season. sneak in behind like if Janelli played up with someone yeah like a Humphreys say yeah. and you've just got him flicking them on for Janelli to run in behind it's much more of a threat without Josh Janelli we don't carry that same threat yeah and I get he's frustrating he loves a cut in when a cut-in is not on, and it can be infuriating. His cross is better than it was before, though. Yeah, He used definitely. to send crosses into the bloody Roseburg constantly. Yeah. But it was just one of the games where it's like, we need him. I don't think he'll be here next year, though. No, neither do I. And I think it's like, right, he's neither our best I. winger. I think his head's been turned, and I don't know necessarily who by. <clears> but again, like this is the sort of thing where you need a decent run kind of toward the business end of the season because it's it's a much more attractive proposition for like if Josh Janelli's in the team and scoring goals there's a there's a better likelihood that he'll stay yeah. whereas now I think I think he maybe gets the impression whereby he sort of looks at it and goes well we finished third last year I couldn't really have done any more in the campaign or throughout my time here we were unlucky in a final couple finals that's basically about it. Yeah, I hope it. I hope he stays because, I mean, this season he's been objectively our best wide player. Um, I think he's been our second best attacker this season. Yeah, I think I. I would. I think he's got nine goals, five assists. I think it's like Something when like have that. we had a wide player kind of bring in those numbers? No, I like it, it's such a real. I do like Gino, but I've got. I've got the fear that he's away. And that brings an end to the first derby loss in. Well, this decade, 
quite quite a wee while. James, um, when you put it like that, yeah. Right. Boxing Day 2019, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I wonder what happened listen, that season. Take on the, like it's one of those. I don't know if it's just because we're on this run, but I, f- I think it would be worse if we'd been winning all the time and we lose it to Hibs. I was obviously absolutely beside myself when it actually happened. But now, days removed, I'm kind of like, right, okay, you take it on the chin. Put it this way, hope. there's worse ones to lose. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully, it's the kick up the arse that we need Big to move into the final five games, which, as Adam has referenced several times throughout the episode we are playing Ross County who fell to bottom of the league just what I was going to say like uh, how many times would you kill to have a team bottom of the league to end sort of a mini drought or a, a run yeah. this this is not one of said times no it is absolutely not but they will travel down I feel for them like a half 12 kickoff getting for Dingwall again no, no consideration for the fans don't care that it's on the telly just absolute nonsense nah I, I don't know how they're going to do it but fair point to anybody who does make the trip um, I annoyingly thought I was going to be able to miss the game but I'm not I've got. I've now got nothing on so I'm like oh I've now kind of got to go to the game so right I'm gone how do you see this going we're going to have to play either Atkinson or Hill one of them will be you, you imagine it will be Atkinson but apart from that everybody else is available the big news that has happened today is that our best outfield player is back in training oh, as Liam Boyce yeah. is back but in contention to face his former club but it'll be off the bench if anything and I don't then. think he will feature for us this season still do you not? no because I don't want to potentially re-aggravate yeah, I get it no, if it's no point listen See if it. See if we play Aberdeen at home last game of the season, and it comes down to that game. Then I could be like, "Well, I can see why you'd play Boyce." Depends. Depends on the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, I'll be very surprised if we see Boyce for any period of time. I'd love to, but I don't think it would happen. However, the squad. Imagine that the squad that was there on the derby is the squad you have to choose from. Who would you be looking to see? Or maybe a better question is who would you be hoping not to see? Uh, we'll put it this way. I think I think the only changes that he's likely to make are in the fullback areas. Yeah. If anywhere. Yeah. I don't I like I need to look at the bench again on Saturday because I couldn't I like I genuinely couldn't even tell you. I can remember most of it, it was Garang, Oda, Haring, Humphreys, Atkinson, Hill, and Stewart. I think that's eight. I think it was eight. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, There's no much, like. There's no much there. Would he be inclined to go two up? Maybe with Humphreys? Maybe. Don't know. 4 4 2. M- just go back to basics. Come on. Don't see what's wrong with that, to be honest. Um, we don't know if Gino's back, in fairness. Yeah, because you said he was limping. So yeah. But there was rumours that he was great. potentially going to be in contention for the derby, but he just missed out. So, with an extra weeks of training, there's a chance that he's back. Maybe, a, again, just a bench situation and bring on for the last 20 minutes. Ultimately. This is going to sound really arrogant, and I don't intend for it to come across. We should have 
like whatever eleven we field realistically yeah, should beat Ross County. But to be honest, having watched them on Friday night, I actually thought they were really unlucky against Aberdeen. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. <sighs> which, which just gives me the fear because like their luck has to change. And again, like in recent fixtures against us, they have been unlucky. Yeah, they have. I, I particularly at Tynecastle. So, oh god, I. I I don't know. I, if you're asking me, the only changes that I would make would be Cochrane in for Kingsley and Atkinson in for, obviously, Michael Smith. I, 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 I know a lot of people, and I was, I think I was saying it after the game in the immediate half an hour, and now it's like a few days later, I'm kind of like, right, okay. I understand people's want to just chuck youth in, where it's like, for example, we see this past weekend he's doing it again Mackenzie Kirk has got something like 17 goal contributions in 20 games in well, the Lowland League well Hearts B play uh, Dalbeaty Star tonight and I noticed that there was fans saying that there's no Lewis Nielsen and no Finlay Pollock in the squad so well, make Pollock that what was, you will Pollock was the one I was going to mention because I can understand people say chuck Pollock in just see what happened there's there's no pressure on them but I would argue there is a lot of pressure on them because this is the game that we yeah. need to win if we want to still have a chance at that. sorry they've taken Naismith's quotes literally <laughs> yeah got exactly yeah there's absolutely no chance that we're getting third so yeah now's the time yeah I think whereas there's a slight chance the, am I confident the, that we'll get there no no, no. <laughs> but until it's mathematically impossible, we need Rangers to do us a favour. Well, on Sunday. what I was going to say was there could be a we could but put the pressure here. on by winning our game first. Focus on our games. Whatever happens, happens. We could be sat here next week, two points behind Aberdeen. Yeah, there is a, there is a chance we could be sat here eight points behind Aberdeen. That's the nightmare scenario. Yeah, that's well then. That's the, that's it. Done. Okay, it's gone. Yeah. That's then. It done. yeah. I still think it's gone now. To die for what's worth. But it's not mathematically no, impossible. We've got to keep scrapping till the very last. Yeah. So, I don't think Finley Pollock is the best. But I mean, it would be a story. Like, he's the one. A youngster gets us back on, on Honestly, track. that would melt my heart. That, yeah, it'd that be amazing. Would be, that would be one of the moments of the season. 100%. Gets, gets his first goal in that. But, that I think it's, it's not fair on him, really. No. So... I would agree. I think I would like to see Gino in if he's fit. Yes, but so would I. I don't uh, think he will. Forest expense or Mackay's expense? Forest expense. Fair. Score? I'm going one all. I don't think we're going to win. I just don't think we're going to win. It is mad how most folk wouldn't perceive Hearts to be favourites in this fixture, I don't think. <laughs> no. Like outsiders. Like average. Yeah. If you're looking at the form, you'd be thinking, how the hell are Hearts like. Hearts at home? Nah. Too dodgy given their recent form. Yeah. 1-0 Hearts. Yeah, a Finley Pollock 1-0 winner? <laughs> or who are you going with? No, I need it I need it to be from somebody that I'm yet to be convinced by, like a George yeah. Grant. Oh well I'm I'm very much over the hill with Grant and going, I think I'll fuck what he does now and get him gone in the summer. I still I still want to give him Why do I want to give him leeway? Because I'm a nice guy. 
Shanklin it'll be, but <laughs> yeah, no, like it will for, be. I'd like for it yeah. to be. It'll be a Shanklin pen that won't be a pen, <laughs> coincidentally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're asking me my dream scenario, it's a it's a George Grant wonder goal from all of two yards that he just doesn't even know anything about, just gets a touch. I think it will be an Alex Cochran one oh. that when he shushes the bench, getting them dealt, and then Jordan that would White. be amazing. Cochran I would love that. Running along and the byline. Everybody else would be annoyed that it looks like he's doing a presley and shushing us, and I'm just at the top of the stand applauding him. Like, yes. Everybody else around you is just chucking up various <laughs> gestures and booing. There's you, like. Come on, well Alex. Done. Well done. Well done, mate. And then. In the second half, about the 60th minute, Jordan White will win a flick on Isaiah Murray, one all, and there's just toxicity for the remaining half an hour. I tell you what, I don't envy you going to that game on Saturday. That could end very, very ugly. Um, I really hope that Jan Danda doesn't start for County because I really like him and I'm worried that he'll bend Daniel Atkinson up in knots. So if he's on the bench, I'll feel a little bit more confident, but... Uh, Obviously, he was back in action on Friday, so we'll see. That's a perfect segue into the quiz because Yandanda is actually a subject of the first quiz question. Well, fancy that. So, end with the quiz. Now, I explained this to Adam before we came on. <laughs> this is, I'm going to preempt this, this is the easiest quiz I've done. You now, say this now. <laughs> I think it's because I'm a nice guy and thought Adam's had a bad week. I'll give him an easy week quiz, including an easy who am I. I think it's the easiest who am I I've done. Oh, don't I, say this. This is just, <laughs> You're just doing a, a reverse Naismith and putting no. unnecessary pressure on me. This is... I, it doesn't matter if you need your questions. I think you could do this without any questions. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. But we'll see. Uh, additionally, you may... So, yeah, that's my argument. I'm just a nice guy. The other argument is, I forgot I was hosting and had to do this with an hour's prep. So, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> we've all done it. You make your own decision as to why this happened. <laughs> but, we'll start with the first question. And, it's Yandanda related. Who has more assists this season? Josh Janelli or Yandanda? You said Janelli's numbers nine and five. Has Jan Danda got more than five? I forgot that I told you that. Shit. <laughs> I, was, I kind of forgot I gave you one half of it. See now, this is this just makes me look like a num like I can't win in this quiz here because now I look like a numpty <laughs> either way. I'm gonna say that Danda's not. I'm gonna say Janelli has more assists. Well, we're zero for one because oh, Jan Danda has seven assists. <laughs> Oh god! Right, this is reverse Tr- psychology here. This I promise it wasn't meant to be, but clearly, clearly it was. Mentally, I've gone. I'm just like the team. True or false? He's a good player, Yandan. He is. I've signed him in my FM savings class. <laughs> Hearts versus Ross County has had at least one goal in every game of the last ten encounters. false because we drew nil nil at tiny last season didn't we you well done uh, yeah, he's one for two Come there on. we go i remember driving up for that and thinking what a spectacular waste of time <laughs> i was in hospitality that day thank fuck i was because otherwise what a terrible day it would have been was that with brad was brad in yes I was, yeah <laughs> i was i ended up sitting beside brad for the game question number two multiple choice before going off heart 
If you include that derby, how many Edinburgh derbies had Michael Smith played in? Is it A, 15? Is it B, 16? Is it C, 17? Or is it D, 18? So include that derby. It doesn't really count because he played 100 seconds. Jesus, I thought this would be an easy quiz. Oh... The only reason I've said this is because I've seen this que- I've seen this number about a hundred times on Hearts Twitter, so I just assumed you also would have seen. Nope, I've <laughs> been <laughs> actively staying off Hearts Twitter as not okay, to impress myself. I had seventeen in my head. I'm gonna go with it. He's two for three. Oh, nice. It is seventeen. Whew. Well done. Good. Nice. Question number four: How many points separate Hearts and Ross County in the table? We're on 45, mm-hmm. they're on 27, so 18. He's got three for four at the quiz. Nice. See, I tell you you do well. Yeah, the dander one fucked you a bit, yeah. but it's fine. I know, just, right. I, I was gassing Gino up earlier, what can I say? Yeah, exactly. get, a, get a finger out, Josh. <laughs> Not even been so, playing recently, but get the finger out. Who am I? I want you to just say this as well. I was going to, because this is my luck, I was going to do duo on Oshinawa. And then he inexplicably came back Mate, to Twitter. What are, what are those tweets about? <laughs> He's gagging on a move, isn't he? He's seen Stephen Kingsley's rotten form and thought, if I get the finger out here, I'm over the chance. Never mind Alex Cochran. What was, was all that about? I don't know. But I was like, well, now I can't because he'll be so fresh in your mind. I saw those tweets. I had folk like sharing them to me. I was like, "What the hell's?" This? I have no idea what was happening. But so, thanks, Juwan. Oh, I, I miss that crazy bastard, man. He was a laugh, Juwan. God I'm is God, and all these other hashtags. I'm glad he found his Twitter account, but he knackered my plans for the Who Am I? Oh, so, filter. This is very much the least prepared Who Am I I've ever done. <laughs> so. Right, okay. It'll probably still escape me given my yeah. rotten record in this question, but on you go. 14 for 6, remember. Can he make it 14 for 7? <laughs> Thanks. So, I have played in America, Scotland, Ireland, and England. I've won four honours in my career, including scoring a penalty in one of them. My first goal for Hearts was in an Edinburgh derby. I missed a cup final for another side due to being cup tied whilst at Hearts. And my last appearance for the club was in a European tie. Ocha. I think if you ask one question, depending on what it is, I think you'll get it. I've played in America. Can you give us that again, please, mate? I've played in America, Scotland, Ireland and England. I've won four honours in my career, including scoring a penalty in one of them. My first Hearts goal was in an Edinburgh derby. I missed a cup Hearts. final for another side due to being cup-tied whilst at Hearts. And my last appearance for Hearts was in a European tie. I realise, by the way, I wanted to clear up that second-last clue because I've kind of worded it weirdly. What I mean by that is he missed a cup final because he played in the same competition earlier for us. Right, Okay. So he was cut so tied then to loaned to out to his yeah. and his loney team reached a final. Yeah. Oh god. America Oh Jesus. Who have played in the States? 
England and Ireland's throwing off as well. Oh God Almighty! <laughs> Got two questions. I thought this was going to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I will say the only reason I've said that is because I sent this to two mates and they came back immediately without any questions and got it. So I've panicked thinking this is the easiest one I've ever done. I've but buckled, evidently, I've buckled under Adam's the here. Yeah, I've <laughs> gone. I've <laughs> got mentally. I've gone. I told you. This. <laughs> oh, right. I'm gonna ask. Did I ask what years they played for Hearts? I think I do. Yeah, between what years did they play for Hearts? He made his. Debut for Hearts in 2012. He left Hearts in 2017. Ay 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 ay. Oh, debut for Hearts in 2012, and he left in 2017. Yep. Oh my God, this is going to be one that's going to haunt me, isn't it? (laughs) Jesus. I got one question left. Oh no, and I don't want to. I don't want to waste it on like a nationality or position. I'm kind of tempted to do the clubs because I feel like I'd have a decent enough memory as to like. Yeah, can I have in order the clubs that he's played for throughout Fuck! his career? No, you can't because you'll just get it now. Right, come on, come on. right. Heart of Midlothian. Yeah. Rangers. Yeah. Inverness. Dundee United Gillingham or Gillingham Greenock Morton St Patrick's Athletic Northern Colorado Hailstorm Who the hell are Northern <laughs> Colorado <laughs> Hailstorm? I can tell you that actually because that, that's fine uh, They're based in Colorado shockingly They were founded <laughs> You don't say Yep they were founded in 2021 and they play in the third tier. Hearts Rangers. Who left for Rangers in 2017? Oh my god. This is this has thrown me. This is bad. This is really, really bad. Interesting. Hearts Rangers. Who did you say after that? Dundee Hearts. Rangers, Inverness, Inverness, Dundee United, Gillingham, Morton, St Patrick's Athletic, Northern Colorado Hailstorm. Mate, I don't have a clue. You know that. <laughs> I'd be really interested to see how many people have got it by this point. Left Hearts in 2017 to go to Rangers. All I can think of is Jason Holt, who it isn't. <laughs> Danny Wilson left for Rangers. Again, it isn't. You're very confident in these. <laughs> don't, don't give me that. Inverness, <laughs> Dundee United. Good God. Hearts, Rangers, Inverness, <laughs> Dundee United. This is winding me up to fuck. I don't some, know. It. Some teams like. I don't know it. I've got no idea. Oh my god, oh. four honours in my career. Yep. Including scoring a penalty in one of them. By one of them, I mean the final. Shit, the bed. We loaned this player to Rangers, didn't we? Who knows? Oh my god, I know it. 
Oh, thank the fucking lord, I know it. Thankfully it's just come to me. It's Billy King, isn't it? It is Billy yeah, King. Jesus. I thought you'd fucked it oh, by saying who oh, did we sell to Rangers? Oh, and I was like, He's, oh my god! I literally repeated the clue that I was on loan at a club, and I was like, "He's ignored it. He's just totally Mate, ignored the oh question." Oh my god! I forgot about that geezer. Jesus! Uh, uh, I don't know how he popped in my head since then. <laughs> oh, so thank the Lord. To get I, would, I would have killed myself had I not got that right. That's but, why I was oh. like, how are we not getting Billy King really quickly? Jesus. And then I always, I really panicked earlier in the episode when we were speaking about when was the last time we had a winger do those numbers? Because I was like, shit, you'll remember the 14-15 championship season and remember that those three were really good. Yeah, Walker, Nicholson, King. Oh my yeah. God. Jesus so, wept. That, uh, sorry, he plays in the States now? Yeah, so obviously oh, I've played in those God. countries. That was explained by the clubs. I've won four honours in my career. Obviously, Scottish uh, Championship I, twice. I was trying to think of like 2018, 19, who'd have been at United? And he popped, like, I don't remember his Inverness. Like, I roughly remember his Inverness spell, but not really. Nah. I can remember him at United vaguely. And then he went over to Ireland, but I couldn't remember who it was for. And then obviously you were talking about clubs and whatever, but. Oh, so. God. <laughs> And he record in this, and of course I should have known. He's got something to do with this fixture with the derby, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh my god! <laughs> won the Scottish I'm just relieved. Twice. I'm not even happy. It's just a genuine relief. Won the Challenge Cup when he was at Rangers, and Christ. then he he won the what's it called, the FIA Cup when he was at. St Patrick's and he it went to penalties and he scored a penalty in the final. Oh there you go. Um my heart Gillingham. my first when yeah. did he go to Gillingham? Uh, he went to Gillingham in twenty nineteen on loan that, from Dundee United. Oh, I was gonna say was that after United? On loan from United. Yeah. Um first goal was for Hearts in Edward Derby, the relegation derby, scores right at the very end. Obviously the uh, goal was that his first Gary Lock. goal. Love yeah. that. Uh, I missed a cup final due to being tied cup tieless at heart the cup final in question is the 2016 Rangers Hibs cup final oh my god yep he was at Rangers even if you, like us. when I think of that final I think of James Tavernier Rob Kiernan Andy Halliday and like Waghorn and Miller I don't think why. of Billy King at all because he was cup tied so you couldn't play Jesus and then no but like that's th- such a surreal time like, that he was yeah. even there yeah that he was there oh my god my last appearance for Hearts was in Europe. It was in the FC Tallinn or Tallinn. Oh, was it the Infinite? Yes. Yeah. He, he, that was his last game for us. I can remember there were three fans at Tynecastle. I was pissing yeah. myself because they scored that absolute beauty, didn't they? Yeah, and those three folk And then those mental. three folk were just going nuts. Yep. Wow. So yeah, Billy King. Oh, mate. I'm not even happy. I'm just relieved, honestly. <laughs> like, God almighty. Oh, that's annoying about Danda as well. That should have been a five. Yeah, that's two fours five. on the spin in the quiz. Yep. That's really annoying. Yep. You'll get there one day. <sighs> yes. So that thanks. is now 14-7. You're halfway there. Yes. Come uh, on. I need, I need to give you some shockers. <laughs> I thought that was really easy. Mate, honestly, that should have been far easier than I made it. Oh, I made a dog's dinner of that. You should have... I oh, think that's I the first time where I expected you to get five out of five. And you got four, which in fairness is like... 80% no, would take that, but... Yeah. Ooh, let's just all cool <laughs> off a bit. Well, oh. please let us know if you got it and how quick you got it and if you've just been sat screaming at Adam. 
I was going to the clue. His brother is named after one of the co-hosts and pretend uh, yeah, that, that, that yeah. is that. Yeah. Oh, God. So, we hope you have enjoyed Ooh. this episode, even though it's not been a very positive subject matter, but we hope you have regardless. If you have, please leave us a like, comment and subscribe if you've been watching us on YouTube. If you've been listening to us, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. All of that massively helps us. We're at Perth to Paisley on all forms of social media. Perth to Paisley at gmail.com if you want to fire us over an email as well. Adam, where can they get you on all the socials? Uh, they can get me on all the socials at Adam T. Kendall. And what about yourself, mate? It's DMcIver22. We'll be back next week to discuss, hopefully, a win to break the demise that is currently happening, but inevitably speak about how we drop points again and everything. Tank is now on fire. But until then, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Come on the hearts!